This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, Lucy, uh, we start every show where mm. uh, you get to tell me how to say, I start the show by saying, start the party, Dan, and you get this to This is tell not me. in the, the six-page uh, memory. Yeah, this was not out. in the instructions. I know, because but... it's more fun this way. I want to I leave like one thing to the imagination, to the surprise, you know, of the of So we're the like experience. doing improv. This is an improv show. Well... well <laughs> I mean, it is a podcast. I mean, technically all podcasts are, are shitty improv. Ooh, but, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah right. I guess that's true. Yeah. So you just, I, I say start the party, Dan, and you get to decide how I say it. So oh. it can be like, a, like an accent or a character. Or yeah, a you mood, don't have to do any mood. improv. Yeah, you don't have to do it. Oh, John, okay. John does it. Yeah, That's fine. Well, I know how much you people just love to try to do an Australian accent. Oh, so, don't make you know. <laughs> Uh, Go on. <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think I have done an Australian accent on the show before for this. Have I, Stefan? You did uh French I did Canadian. Italian, I did French, French Canadian, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Australian. I'm so bad at these. Cause I uh, okay, hold on. <clears throat> it's weird because just just I, call just call Dan, and I can't say this word because I'm not Australian. Just call Dan the C word. I'll no, give you a C word pass. No, you know, I'm not. I'm you not can have good. a C word pass. No, for me. no, I'm not. So I'm just not <laughs> But if you, you're saying it in like the Australian way, so it's fine. You can call it. You can say, no, no. Start the, start the party, Dan. You cunt. Right? <laughs> and what? You didn't get a pass. No. And I think I said it in a really like horrible tone you of did, voice. Cause you did. Because you, so you like bad. stuttered. Yeah. You like kind of stuttered before you said I can't, it. Like, you yeah. Really so, to but if I had the Australian the accent. on it. Yeah. Right. So aggressive in another I, accent. Yeah. <laughs> I think we gave people enough warning that if they're listening to this in a public place, they're like, you know what? Stefan's probably going to say it. At yeah, some that's point. true. So mm. let's put the headphones okay. in. I we think it's be like, uh, okay. Stat the patty, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Is that okay? Well, that's well, good. Okay. Well, well, okay. You physically like recoiled when I did it. What I was going to say is I, I, there was a, a guy who lived here for a while from Australia who was a comedian and I can only sort of do an Australian accent if I'm just like reciting his old bits that I remember. Like I could do that, but I can't just can't right. freestyle. I have no freestyle ability. And he never right. said start the party down. No, exactly. So I got fucked mm. there. But in any case, hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 159. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And we have a great guest with us. Our first Australian guest ever on the program. That's wow. True, I know. That's a true fact. Uh, she's a writer and one of the hosts of the Bunta Vista podcast. Lucy Valentine is here. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for being here. This is wonderful. And I guess technically, I mean, Tasmania counts as Australia, right? Like it's it's oh part boy. of Australia. No, it so does. Well, it's not its own country, but I'm just saying like, but do, but are Tasmanian people kind of, is there a little bit of like, almost like a Quebec Canada thing, like a bit of a regionalist, like I'm Tasmanian, I'm not Australian sort of. Thing. Yeah, definitely. Mostly because okay. the rest of Australia just uh, pretends that Tasmania doesn't exist, which is fine. Cause I used to be one of those people, but right. Yeah. yeah now, and I definitely now... understand what like a Quebec Canada situation means. For sure. <laughs> Well, in Quebec, they kind of, they want to like separate from Canada and be their own country because right, like, right, yeah, no, only forty nine point nine percent of them want to separate. John. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had a referendum in the in the early aughts, well, the late nineties, I guess it was. Yeah, but then didn't they have another one? They had two, didn't they? I don't know. Don't ask me like, how much I fucking remember. <laughs> anyway, they tried to split, and then yeah, enough of their population said no, and then wow. And they, so they stayed and then we were just like, okay, I guess you can stay. I remember I was young enough when the first one was coming around that yeah. I thought it meant like physically separating. Like I was like, how does that work? They like cut, they like, <laughs> come on. Land how off. Old? Okay. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on a second. When were you born again? What year? 85. I want to say this was, I was, I want to say I was nine. I want to say it was 94 that I was thinking this. 95. Was you were, ten, you were was? 10 years old and you thought uh, you thought part of the country could physically leave you were 10. Yeah. Like I thought we had to like cut, like I thought we had to like, cut. I was in the gifted program at the time too, but I thought what's, like, what yeah, was going on at your school? I'm just saying, man, like that's what I just thought. Cause it separate, you know, you're a kid. You don't fucking know. I don't know what that means. Well, okay. But it going, th- okay. What was, what was going through your head? What did you think it actually meant? I have already said that. You want me to I know. I'm again? just really struggling to, to picture it. I thought there was a way that they could like physically separate from the mainland. How that was accomplished, I don't know. What? Where's Quebec? Is it like in the middle? Yeah, it's in the middle. It's like a <laughs> it's big not part in the of middle. Canada. It's not in the middle. It's, it's the basically very, in the middle. It's the easternmost province that's not attached to the mainland unless okay, you count, La- if you turn, you count right. Labrador. But if you turn Canada on its side, it's in the middle part of it, right? If you stood okay. Canada up on BC. What? what province is sydney in new south wales yeah okay so it's like imagine like that's kind of the way that quebec is related to okay canada. it's like on the very eastern side of canada so there would be ocean room for it to like break off is what i'm saying so you okay john very correctly ignoring my hypothetical about if you turned a country on its side what <laughs> the middle part be uh but you you thought that like what they would take it away with like boats or something i don't know again i didn't get to the logistics part of it i just thought what would happen like, at, if, but so did you ask your parents about it i doubt it i don't i don't know you just went around thinking that yeah because i remember because we had to write a journal entry about it being like okay. oh how would you feel if quebec separated from canada and then you i have just to heard find the word journal entry too <laughs> yeah okay i'll just find it i wrote it in 1995 i'll just dig that up I mean, your, your mom probably has it somewhere, right? Like, well, the funny part is you're making like 10 year old kids do that. Right. So they're for sure. We're 10 year old kids who are just like, yeah, Quebec should separate, get it the fuck out of here. (laughs) I am. uh, I'm just, I know I I'm sort of pissed off. You didn't go into the logistics of it uh, as a kid, because I'm almost picturing like the best way to do it would be, and let's figure this out here. Well, we're, we're, we're adults, we're grownups now. So I think we should be able to figure this out. I think it would be like the a best lot of way of, of actually separating. Quebec. I think it would be a lot of like helicopters. 
you would like you would dig down around the border. You would like cut it out, right? Uh-huh. Right? And then, and then you would sort of get with helicopters. And you'd get like big crowbars, I guess, basically, and sort of like scoop it a little bit. And then you'd get the helicopters in the in all in the middle part of the province, and they would sort of yank it up. And you'd have guys at the side with big crowbars or whatever, and they'd be right. Put guys at the side with big crowbars. <laughs> yeah. Or like a machine or something, you know? Anyway, Lucy, if you want to just stop yeah. doing the show, you can you can just stop actually. Oh no, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm no scientist, but that sounds completely reasonable. You know, that, that sounds, sounds doable. Right. Yeah. yeah. It okay, sounds like how you. they would do it on a cartoon. It sounds like a that's where in I'm, the world is I mean, Carmen San Diego type thing where that's yeah. like she would because I think there was actually an episode where she stole an entire country. country. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's how she did it. Did you have With Carmen the- San Diego in Australia, Lucy? No, but I know what it is. Oh, okay. Look, in your defense, there's probably British people that think that Brexit was going to happen just like that. You know, like adult British people that probably thought that they were just going to push Britain further away from everything. You know, I feel like logistically that makes more sense because it's an island, right? Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. Okay. You hear me right. out here. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that you, you would recognize that you wouldn't be able to fully physically separate the land. So you would kind of do your plan, Stefan, but without the helicopters, you just dig a giant trench, basically, okay, where you'd yeah. be like, where, you, where you'd have some sort of physical barrier, but you know you can't, like, you know, move the land, as it were. Sure. Okay. That makes, it, that makes a bit more sense. I think we're getting to the bottom of this. I Quite do literally. feel like when we record at night, we are stupider, for sure, right? Yeah. I was, I was thinking but it's the afternoon for Lucy. So Lucy, you got to step in and be you have to help us. for us. You know? Yeah, I'm trying. It's, yeah. it's hard to organize these things. That's why we started doing our podcast, doing a bonus episode directly after the, the main one, because we always end up really drunk by the end of it. And you don't want to like, you don't want to have that on your free episodes, you know, that's for yeah. paying customers only. That's, get, we do that as well. We do yeah. we do the the main episode, then the bonus episode, usually on, on usually. Sundays. Yeah. yeah. Um, but John, you're going away to are you you're doing curling commentary? No, I'm going to visit Becca's family. Oh, right. By the okay. time this episode comes out, I'll I'm I'm almost home. I'm coming home tomorrow. But I but when we're recording it, I haven't left yet. The future. If you're coming home tomorrow, then why don't we record this on the weekend? Oh my God. So the, uh, so anyway, yeah. So we're, it's Becca's mom's 60th birthday. So we're going out for that. And then kind of like, you know, combining a little Christmas in there. We, we booked the flights. It's normally very expensive to fly within Canada. Um, and we were able to book the flight sort of right when COVID restrictions were sort of lifting and all the flights were super cheap still. So we were just like, oh, we got to jump on it. We'll just go for like five days in December. And then now it's here and we're doing it. Now, are you doing any more curling commentary? Because I would like, I'd like to hear about how that is, that is going. January. Okay. Yeah. All right. And how is it going? Oh, well, it's good, but it'll be going better <laughs> in January when I'm actually doing it. Okay. All right. Well, look, hey, I, man, I guess what? You know what I had this week? What? Tim Biebs. Okay. See, we're getting very Canadian. Wow. There's I'm him. just, I feel like you're just saying the most Canadian things <laughs> that you could possibly say to like, to try to shake me a little bit, like <laughs> curling commentary. And is that from oh, yeah. Tim Hortons? What is that? Tim okay. Hortons, yes. Do you want to okay. guess what, what this is specifically? What's a Tim Biebs? Is that, I got nothing. Okay. Well, but think, think Canada. Okay. So right? you know what Tim Hortons is? Justin is? Bieber Canadian? Yeah. Is that, yes. is that, what's a Tim Biebs? <laughs> Yes, you got it. Is it, it just is, a normal Timbit? 
And no, there are three different, there are three special flavors of Timbit okay. that were supposedly picked by Justin Bieber. So they're oh, called, okay. so they're called Tim Biebs. They come in okay. this little box and uh, they're pretty good. The flavors were sour cream, chocolate chip, Ooh, uh, okay. chocolate, chocolate, white fudge and, bir- and birthday cake waffle. Hmm. There's a lot going on with those flavors. Mm. Yeah. They're pretty good. Pretty good. Have you ever, have you had a Timbit before, Lucy? Have you been to Canada before? I've been to Vancouver very briefly. Yeah, that's where I have not had a (laughs) Timbit. Okay. Well, Timbits are kind of a big thing for us. We're a big fan of Timbits. Yeah. Big Timbit heads. Got it. Speak for yourself, John. You don't like Timbits? No, I would say, I would say it's not. I mean, Lucy, you, you went to Vancouver briefly. Vancouver Mm -hmm. is not Tim Horton's country. No, okay. Tim Hortons is a bit more of a small town thing. Yeah, that's that's a that's a prairie thing. It's an Ontario thing. Um, yeah. There's like not that many Tim Hortons in Vancouver. I feel like like Vancouver proper. Um, mm, yeah, there's not. That's yeah. and the food itself is like. Is there an Australian equivalent? Uh, sorry to make this like. A, is do you have this thing? Uh, but like, is there an Australian equivalent sort of like coffee shop chain? Yeah, we've got coffee shop chains. They're all terrible. Um, we had like some Starbucks for a little while and then they'd shut down because Australians hated them so much. So, oh, that's really? fun. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of badass. Were yeah. You, did you hate it? Did you go and you're like, fuck this place? No, I think it's great. I think Australians are um, <laughs> huge wankers about coffee and they don't realize that Starbucks is not for drinking coffee. It's for using the Wi-Fi. Yes. What a Starbucks is for. You pay yeah. $5 and then you get to use the Wi-Fi for three hours. So. Yeah, they did the great real, system. They didn't understand it's an internet cafe. It's not. Mm. It's not a. It's not a coffee place. It's true. It's true. What is it? I, is it like? Is is Australian coffee like a thing? Like, it, it, are you sort of particular yeah. about the? Yeah, because you, you can like, probably grow some good shit down there. Yeah, people in Melbourne and Sydney are. They're real. I don't know what the word is. They're they're wankers about their coffee. It's it's a big say, thing. Here. You can say the c word on our podcast. You're allad to say it. Yeah, Stefan and I are just straight white guys. We can't. Right. We can't. Well, so are a lot about of the coffee. There you go. You can okay. say it. Yeah. You can say it. It's fine. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you noticed too, Lucy. That this mm. box has the French on it. Bois yeah. De, Bois de dix. Well, no, it's just the number 10. You can still say no, 10. It's t- 10 pack. What did these? Yeah, but the 10 then, is just the numerical 10. So you can still just say 10, 10. pack. Well, they, they don't say that in French, Stefan. They don't go bois de 10. No, but that's what I, that's what I would say. Yeah, I know, saying. but that's not. You, oh, my God. I think Quebec should have done their Brexit, you know? <laughs> Get that out of here. Quack. I don't want to fix it. Quebexit is so. Oh, my Quebexit. God. Quebexit is perfect. Yeah, now that's I actually smarter. They, I was saying Quexit, yeah. and Quexit <laughs> is definitely much better than Quexit. Kiki is going absolutely nuts, by the way, because it's, she? it's she gets fed like right at like nine p.m. every night, right? So and you haven't fed her. Well, it's, it's eight fifty-three. It's not nine p.m. yet. I so. see, but and I she, assume Irene can feed her. Yeah, and she was sitting on the dinner chair. We have. Uh, oh, you guys have a dinner chair now. Yeah. Well, we didn't intend to buy it as the dinner chair, but we have a tall chair that kind of like sits at the side of the kitchen against the wall and Kiki, when she wants her food, will sit on it uh, and just like stare at us from across the room. So she was doing that earlier. I don't know if you hear any meows. Um, I think the listeners would like to hear from Kiki. Uh, I know John, well, I was going to, I was going to kidnap Kiki. Yeah. You, you hung out with her. Uh, you hung out, I with, hung my out with Kiki. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were away on vacation and Becca was watching Kiki for you. And I went over one day and I threatened to kidnap Kiki. 
Uh, and what did I get in exchange for that? Oh yeah, we actually should. Yeah. So I guess I'll like big, officially, this is a big move. For this is me. big. I can't make you watch Lucy. Do you know who Joey's world tour is? Oh, no. That's the best. No, <laughs> well, no, 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 the thing is, I, I can't, I can't show you any of his videos now because that's right. Which sucks because so he's like a fast food review guy on YouTube. Okay. Uh, and he's like a big, like, you know, that genre of YouTube where people like eat fast food in their car and like mm -hmm. say if it's good or bad. And it's usually always good because they're eating fast food in their car. Um, we, there's, there's a guy that we love that John loves in particular. No. Uh, Joey's not. world tour. He does like food challenges. He did one where he eats raw chorizo. Mm -hmm. Um, he eats like pig feet. Um, uh, anyway, John, John fucking hates him. Uh, and to get Kiki back from John, I did agree to not show a Joey video for a calendar year. Is that right? Or was it the rest of this year? year? Was nope. the rest of this year? No, it's not the rest <laughs> of this year. I said for a year. Okay. So, so I don't have to watch this fucking guy for a year and I'm thrilled. That was I, a great deal for me. I think we're in a little bit of trouble because I would, I would venture a guess that 75 to 80% of our content is me making John watch something gross and then like laughing at it's him. It's not that much of it. It's not, it's a decent amount though. And I, and, and Joey was most of it. And so I feel like I'm just like lost here. I'm, I'm stumbling. I don't know what to do. You got to help me out. Both, both of you have to help me out here. I don't want to. I no. don't like watching gross shit. So why would I help you out? Okay, fair enough. Okay. I'll help you out, Stefan. Dan, you <laughs> stay you, out Dan. of this. <laughs> I'm not oh a, God. I don't like it. Like Lucy, does, are you a squeamish person as well? Or do you, do you get unsettled by this shit? I, I don't love gross shit. Like it's not my favorite thing to watch. Yeah. I guess that's like normal. That's like, the yeah, that is very normal. <laughs> that's the regular, that's very level. normal, especially when we're trying to like bring nice people like yourself on the show. And Stefan is like, Hey, you want to watch this gross thing? You know? I like the okay. Well, okay. Yeah. We, I, what? now I'm trying, now I'm trying to gauge if I can, if I can bring up the gross thing we talked about on the stream tonight. Oh God. Um, Go on. Well, okay. I'll just, okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll say the name of the thing it is. And you guys have to guess what it is. Okay. okay. It's called the Baldo. I know what this is. I I'm sad that I know what that is. <laughs> okay, well let's let John guess what it is, and then Lucy, you can explain what it is. The Baldo, the Baldo, like just B A L D O. No, B A L L D O. Very important. Hmm. So, is it like a guy who dresses up his nuts like Waldo from Where's Waldo? <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, no, it, it is not. Lucy, do you yeah. want to? Explained I mean, I'm pretty this. sure that I saw this online. Oh, wait, a bad okay. place can I have another be. guess? Can I have yeah. another guess? Is it like um, a guy gets kicked in the balls like Taekwondo, but it's Baldo? No, that's another good wow. guess. Though. Okay. You're making right. some big stretches there. I like it. I mean, You're... this is the internet we're talking about, Lucy. I mean, it. I don't feel like it's that big. I mean, Stefan has a whole guy that he found whose like whole thing is just hurting his nuts in impossible ways. <laughs> oh, What's his horse? name again? Horse? His name? horse. Yeah, his name's literally yeah. horse. Yeah. And he just like his whole YouTube presence is just trying to trying to like cause as much testicular trauma to himself as possible. So. He's really good at it too. But Lucy, uh, you know what the Baldo is? Yeah. I think we might've talked about it on my podcast because people kept sending pictures of it to me <laughs> and it's, it's a ball mounted dildo, right? 
it's so yeah it's like a you like wrap your ball you put your balls into like this like oh, hold on i have i'm looking at a picture of it and i'm yeah. not totally sure how it works okay wait i have the media kit one sec so is the oh my god so is the <laughs> idea that you would that you would have like a second penis essentially so you're like uh you it's for like yes. double penetration but just for one per like one one man performing double penetration on a lady yeah so you, or 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 on whoever uh, well yeah but i mean but yeah but i mean the, te- like on yeah on someone with two holes down there or in their or in the mouth also but yes it looks i mean it looks Wait, insane so why why okay, not anyway well anyway, get, yeah anyway you put your you put your balls in this like rubber tube thing and then it has like a little like it looks like a english guy's helmet from the middle ages <laughs> mm, yeah okay. and you and you put your balls in it and then you can use it to and it, they say that you can have a ballgasm it seems yeah. like marketing speak to they're really hey, pushing wait. that it's like for the pleasure of the balls of the on balls. their on their which, website which is i don't a, think that's true. i'm not sure about that one i don't buy that for a second okay wait hold on <laughs> So, so I'm meant to believe that this is so, so you are essentially using your balls to like to penetrate, yeah, to penetrate someone or something. Yes. And then that, but then that's supposed to make your balls feel good. Yeah. Let's just be like constantly like ramming your balls. It, that's sort of, <laughs> it seems like to me, that's what most of it. Okay. But I guess really, there are some people who are like into ball punishment or whatever. Of course. Right? Sure. I guess. They're, they're really saying, selling it on their website. They'd say that it's your first ball sex experience will be something you never forget. I guess it's not really selling it. I, I haven't forgotten 9-11. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true, I suppose. So there are three steps to the ball dough. Step one, make your balls hairless and lube. Oh, I think that's God. two steps, maybe. That's Stretch, two steps. That's a lot two of is, steps. Yeah, it's already so, too many steps. I've talked about this before with the flashlight. There, it's like you can't putting too many steps between you and the thing is tough. You you don't want to be you don't want to be in a moment where you have to suspend your disbelief for very long. John got a flashlight at a at a comedy festival. Yeah, and I used it once as part of like a just, gift bag. Yeah, and it was very awkward because you have to like. You you have to put it in a, a hot in hot water for like fifteen minutes before, and then you gotta like oh. fill it with lube and like, yeah. So it's like it was just like in hot. your in your sink in the hotel. Yeah, it's just in your sink. Yeah, you just like you fill up your sink with hot water, then you put the liner of the you pull the liner of the flashlight out and you put it in the sink, and it has to soak there for fifteen minutes. So it, it dot you you lose a little. There's a little when there's all this prep to jack off. It just kind of takes you out of the moment, you know? So that's why I feel like the Baldo, we're already heading in that same, you don't want to be thinking about this, like not, I don't want to say weird. That's the wrong word, but you don't want to be thinking about <laughs> this, like unique way of getting yourself off for too long before well, you go like, ah, maybe I mm-hmm. should just. John, let me, uh, let me, let me calm some of your fears here because I'm sure you're worried <laughs> about, uh, potentially I'm worried about the, a lot of things, man, the, the Baldo collapsing. I'm uh, always worried about during that. during the act, but thanks to the patented super strong inner core uh, <laughs> that that prevents collapse when thrusting, uh, oh. and then of course uh, I'm I'm sure anyone considering the Baldo uh, their their first or I guess second question at this point is uh, 
how do I uh, keep my Baldo lint free? What if I get a bunch of lint on the Baldo? It does come with a hygienic case that will keep your toy lint free. So if you're worried about getting um, lint on your Baldo. I guess you would be worried about that, though, because if you're penetrating someone, you wouldn't want to get lint all. Yeah, but lint seems like such a weird thing to focus on in this situation, right? But I I guess that would be kind of important. But lint specifically, right? Am I wrong here? I don't know. I mean, in my case, it would be like cat hair, but they don't have to say that in the, in the marketing. Case. I think that's what they're getting yeah. at is like, you don't want like debris on it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's well, the last all... thing you want on your baldo, you know? No, of course. Yeah. You got to yeah. keep your baldo in its hygienic sleeve or whatever. No. Oh, well, the baldo is going to be my social media updates and I have to come up with something else. Well, mine was going to be kidnapping Kiki. So we're going to be all over. The <laughs> no, place. I'm kidding. I, I do have something else that's not related to uh, the baldo, but um. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, uh, I didn't care. I didn't care for that. <laughs> and so I, I can still, I guess so, I feel a little bit better that Lucy already knew what it was. I yeah. guess that helped me. Cause I feel, but ba- I always feel bad when we're like, you know, when we bring on the guests and we're like, Hey, here's this gross. Thing. I, that's why I sort of wanted to, yeah. I wanted to like a little sort bit. of where we were at. Like, I didn't feel know. good about knowing what that was either. You know, that doesn't make no. me feel good about myself as a person. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Oh, the Baldo is, uh, I'm going to stop talking about it now, I guess. But. Yeah. Why do you keep just, you keep going back to this? Because I am very intrigued. Did you just find this out? No, I've heard of it before, but we were just talking about it a bunch today. Um, kind of throughout the day for various Get someone reasons. on the internet to buy you one, you know, get a fan, put a wish list. Yeah, I, I guess I could do that. Mm. I could, I could put an Amazon wish list in my box. How much is it? Because I'm always blown away by how much these things are. Well, it's on like it's when, on Indiegogo. Oh, it oh. hasn't even been made yet. This is like a. Uh, isn't Indiegogo more like associated with movies? Like this feels more like a Kickstarter thing. Isn't Indiegogo yeah. more like art based hey, usually? My Baldo a movie, John. Uh, this has raised one hundred thirty one thousand dollars. No, wow. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. <laughs> Come on, what? Okay, now yeah. I'm looking it up. This is what you <laughs> This well, is 1,265 crazy. backers can't be wrong, right? The world's so. first wow. Baldo. God, have you noticed their Twitter handle is at Baldo Ball Sex? <laughs> I mean, you got to cover all your bases, you know? Oh, Penetrate your partner with your balls. This is... Okay, come on. This is a fucking nightmare. What am I even <laughs> looking at here? I hate this. <laughs> You're looking at the Baldo. <laughs> this is nuts. This is... I like that it does say, though, cavity designed to fit all sizes of balls. Well, one of oh, the top comments, great. and I'm not going to read all the comments because it is sort of rude in parts of it. But uh, Blake says, this is 11 days ago. I did not really enjoy the baldo after it arrived. It's very tight and cuts off the circulation to your balls, making it painful <laughs> to wear. <laughs> but I, I mean, don't. That was like the selling uh, point of it. What did you think it was going to be, Blake? Fucking hell. Uh, and then Jerry, the project owner, replied personally and said, it's not for everyone, Blake. I'm sorry you were one of those who didn't have fun. You may just have more oh. skin up top than most or tighter balls. There is so much variation from person to person. We tried to find the sweet spot between girth and comfortable fit for most balls. At least you tried. This is wow. a nightmare. I'm Actually, it's at- your balls that are the problem. It's not the product. <laughs> I'm, looking at the, I'm looking at the picture here where it's like sort of blurred out, but like not really like around this guy's nuts. And even w- with the blurring his nuts look really red. 
I'm like, it doesn't look good. It looks very uncomfortable. You can just have red balls like normally, right? So anyway, uh, I mean, well, no, I don't think, is it? I mean, it's, it's possible. I guess God, I am. I'm just looking through. I've got, okay. I'm going to read one of the, are you, did you see the picture I'm talking about? You know, the one I'm talking about, his balls look squeezed. They look uncomfortable, but I also have tight balls. This would not I, be good for okay. me. This would I did hurt see, me really badly. I, what? We've so, talked about it on the show before. No, 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 I'm not no, no. saying, I'm just saying things that people don't The reason know. I brought up the Baldo is because DB earlier today from the, your Kickstarter sucks, Twitter account retweeted a video of the Baldo in action. Oh, and it's completely insane. Don't care for um, that either. Yeah. A so anyway, pornographic video or just a yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Could you have a non-pornographic video? Of I don't know. <laughs> I guess. So. Yeah, I mean, you I guess you on, could if it was like you know, like American Pie. Like it's like fucking you, like you a put pie it on your hand. Yeah, he's fucking right a pie with a boulder. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's is that not pornographic? <laughs> it still kind of is because I guess you could see the guy's dick. So I guess it still would kind of count as porno, but. Now I'm going to read one of the customer testimonials here and, uh, and then I will read the name of the person who submitted it okay. uh, because you need to hear the name as well. Tried it out last night and 11 out of 10. Thank you so much. My wife isn't really into toys, but she really enjoyed the Baldo. And that was from Young Nugs. N-U-G-G-Z. <laughs> That's probably why he liked it. His Nugs are young. I'm 36. My Nugs are too old for the Baldo. That does not work at all. Oh God. Well, testimonials are, are really good. Awesome product. It was intimidating and humorous to put on, but we both thoroughly enjoyed it. Surprisingly, you can thrust rapidly and hard without any discomfort whatsoever. That was from Zach. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm sorry that we're talking about this so much, Lucy. I'm just trying to figure out how it makes your balls feel good. That's the part. I just can't wrap my head. It's a lie. It's just marketing. That's marketing bullshit. There's no way. There's no way that that's a real thing. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess there's only one way for us to find out, John, but. Um, How much is it? it? I asked that, but we never, you never answered. Right. Uh, let's see. You can get uh, a little stuffed ball sack toy for $15, <laughs> uh, extra spacers, uh, $88 Canadian. Wow. That's expensive. Yeah. It does come with two spacers though, right? So it's the ball though with, with the spacers, so. It's like sort of the classic issue we ran into with Manscaped, where if we bought one for the show, like who gets it? You know, right? Like we got one ball trim. Mm-hmm. We got we got one for our ad, right? And and you got yeah. it, right? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll get sponsored by Baldo one day. Yeah. Speaking uh, of that, we got to record an ad after this stuff. Oh, okay. Is it for Baldo? <laughs> yeah, it's for Baldo. It's for Baldo. Yeah. yeah, Baldo. Baldo reached out, and they are very interested. I gotta actually. Lucy has Bunta Vista ever got, I think we got a spam ad today, which I never like a spam ad request, which I've, has never happened to us before. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was this girl joined, uh, reached out and she said, Hey, I'd like to advertise on your podcast. I run advertising for the wisdom app. Have you guys heard of this thing? What's that? I don't know. I'm trying to get the word out and I'm willing to spend money bag emoji. Oh, so that's how you are. Oh. Know. It's probably not great. <laughs> right. Yeah. That could be any amount of money, though. Yeah. Well, no, she gets specific about the amount of money, which is what oh. makes me think it's fake. Okay. I'm reaching out to you because my research suggests your podcast is in the top 1% of all podcasts in the world. Now, that's how I also <laughs> I that's know. The case. That's how I also know she's <laughs> yeah. probably lying. Well, I will say that we there was that article that came out like not too long ago. I can't remember what site it was on. 
but it had divided all, all like they had basically tried to crunch the numbers and say, like, if you average X number of downloads, you're in X right. percentage. I bet they just like read that article and they're right. like, oh, I'm, I think you're, but they also wouldn't know our numbers. So I don't know where they decided this from. Uh, but then, yeah, she writes, wisdom is a social podcasting platform where you chat and talk with listeners. My hope is to get podcasters like you to embrace wisdom as a free sounds like tool. Absolute hell. That sounds horrible. Listeners. I know. I'd like to pay you no, a thousand. No offense to our listeners. I love you. Guys. <laughs> I'd like to pay you $1,000 to include an ad on your podcast that directs listeners to you on wisdom at a time and date of your choosing. Wait, we're doing that I- right now. We're telling them to go to wisdom right now. Did they pay <laughs> yeah. us? For that? Yeah, give us a thousand dollars. After you finish your wisdom talk, then just post it on your socials to get even more listens and we'll pay you a thousand dollars for your time. Basically, okay. I want to pay. I think we just had our wisdom talk audience. when we were talking about Baldo. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this is really, uh, it just doesn't, it just didn't seem real to me. There's also no like phone number or address at the bottom. It just says mm-hmm. her name and then wisdom app team. Mm-hmm. So didn't That's seem real money. to me. Seemed yeah. fake to me. I mean, it's definitely good money. Just seemed fake to me. Do you guys agree with that? Or did that seem real to you? The money bag mm-hmm. emoji really threw me off. And then also the cost, like what they just want to pay us to use it. I, seems I think the thing hard. is you cannot underestimate how stupid like marketing people, cold emailing people are. And that's how stupid the ideas are. So like, I'm like 50, 50 on this. Like you think we should do it? Uh, No, I don't think we should do it. Oh, you just think you're just saying it fake. I think it might be real. It's a Um, real app. Well, it's got 20 ratings in the app store. Okay. The wisdom app. Mm. Be inspired by thousands of talks. Meet people who matter to your life. Creator friendly tools and stats. That sounds like the, just the worst thing in the world. Yeah, meeting, meeting people. Yeah, I talks. Know. No, I'm I'm good. I don't oh, think this so. is not that you will. Okay, you like this? Okay, here you go. Okay, this, this get ready for this 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 ad copy right here. Whether you are a frazzled parent, a dating app addict, or a struggling entrepreneur, you will find community advice and motivation in wisdom. Free advice, free self care. If it sounds too good to be true, that's the magic. We mean for wisdom what the Renaissance writer Alberti called discourse in the public sphere. <laughs> Ideas arise where diverse people come together serendipitously to discuss matters of importance. Wisdom is that gathering place at the intersection of experience, knowledge, and seeking. We just spent, I would say, 11 to 12 minutes talking about the Baldo in, like, in just very, very detailed. I guess that... So, sort of. I mean, that's wisdom for us, right? Like, God, that's so stupid. That's so fucking dumb, man. I here's think this the, is real. First, I think this is one hundred percent real. Oh, it's real. I think so. Here's the here's the review. First review. Share my wisdom with ease. Five stars. I am able to share my wisdom with ease, serving people when they most need it. Great work, guys. Wish you all the success. Fire emoji from Shay one two two zero one three. What does that mean? Like, what does your app actually do? <laughs> What I is think it, it is, is it's like Twitter spaces, but just like an app. So it's like Stefan oh, yeah. and, and I would say to our listeners, like, hey, we've got, we're using this app now. If you want to like come or it's like Clubhouse. It's like if you want to come hang out with us, Stefan and I are going to be talking about on, uh, race science. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, critical race theory or whatever. Um, you will, Stefan and I will be live at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Like come hang out and exchange wisdom with us. Awful. Yeah, that does sound like one of those apps that like right wing people would just say that they're all leaving Twitter and 
go find me on wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> but they're saying bad. it they're saying it on Twitter and they're all still on Twitter. They're all yeah, all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Speaking of Twitter, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are gonna bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media. That was a good segue. It's pretty basic. I think I, I threw that one right over the plate for you, but uh Hey look, someone's yeah. gotta pick up the bat and hit it. You know? Yep. So anyway, Lucy, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on in your social media? So I've been using Twitter a lot less, which is like, it's really good That's for my brain, yeah. like as a person, but I've been spending a lot of time watching reels on Instagram. Oh. I don't know if you guys okay. ever watched any reels, but they just like, they just put them in your feed and then you can't stop watching them because the more you scroll, the more reels that they give you. Yeah. So I've been posting a lot of screenshots from them on my Twitter because they are, they're like a level of insane. That's more insane than Twitter, which I didn't think was really possible, but it's like TikTok, sort of, right? Like, I mean, I, yeah. they can do like the text on, I sound so fun. I mean, I'm 32. I'm not that old, but I know what reels are, but just for our listeners, there's just oh, a few yeah, talks, here yeah. we go. Just for our listeners. Just for our listeners. Well, my, you know, my parents listen to the show. They're, they're old. They're old. <laughs> I've seen you, I've seen you, Lucy, like screen capping some of these. And just this the one screen, about a candle, the, I think. The screen caps yeah. alone are unbelievable. They're just incredibly insane. So I think they just cross post them from TikTok. But for yeah. some reason, the algorithm that they have is just, like maybe the algorithm's new, but it just it just gives you everything. So the more you watch, the more insane that it gets. So the other day I was just scrolling my Instagram reels and there was just this like young American looking couple and some text that said it was talking about how things in the house trigger memories of D-Day. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what the fuck is D-Day? You're both 20 years old. I don't know what that is. So I went onto the profile and I watched all of their other reels and I found out that D-Day was discovery day of when this woman found her husband watching pornography. And so it was oh, I thought, Christian I thought you were talking about June 6th, 1944. <laughs> yeah, oh no, D-Day is where you discover that your partner has been watching pornography, which is cheating in the eyes of God. Um, and is so like all of them, maybe, or yeah, they were just like super, super Christians and all of their TikToks Yikes. were about, um, they're doing their little TikTok dances and stuff. And it was just about, um, the guys struggle to stop watching pornography. And, um, what was the stuff around the house that was reminding them of porno? Was it like, yeah, porno? she was just saying how like they're going to couples therapy and just being in the home reminds her of when she, uh, found, found her husband watching pornography, which is cheating. <laughs> Oh so I watched too many of those and now all of my feed every time I open reels is like American Christian couples who don't have sex before marriage and have 10 kids. So just how really many, how many videos do you think you need to watch of something before that's your entire feed? Like 10 maybe? Like how do you like, correct that? How do you, how I do don't you know. something else? I feel like it's it's upsetting how you watch one video of something and then the internet says that's what you want to watch all the time. And that happens that happens to me on on Instagram as well with with the reels. I'll get either uh, cat videos, okay, um, because I love cats, or I've gotten really into. I mean, this is so stupid. I've gotten really into uh, 
watching people open packs of expensive basketball cards <laughs> online. Okay. I, everyone just looks so ashamed of me right now. Yeah, it's just a, it's like the most 32-year-old thing that you do. No, I'm sorry, everyone. I apologize. But uh, that'll happen a lot too. Like, And it'll kind of alternate between that. So I'll watch like two or three of the card ones in a row. And then that's all it is. And I'll be like, I want to kind of see some of the cat ones again. So I'll go seek out on purpose, the cat ones. Then it kind of goes back to that. Um, mm. But how did, so how did the American Christian one just, did that just showed up? In the I first just place? showed up because I feel like they have a not very targeted algorithm. I know, right. like I asked my boyfriend to show me what he sees on his reels to see if it was different. And it was exactly the same, just the exact same content, except some more sexy ladies than my feed, which is some 18 year old guys biting their lips and saying like, your boyfriend is trash, honey, and things like that. <laughs> And they like have like the, the curly hair at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the that's what the young people are looking like. I now. should get that. I should get a perm and do the little curly thing at the top. I think you have enough hair yeah. that you could pull that off. Oh, uh, I could do it. I mean, I well, pull it. I I could execute it. I don't think you know I could who could pull, pull it, it off. Is Dan? Dan, absolutely. Well, of course, of course, Dan. Dan could. Pull Dan, it how off much would we what? need to to pay you to do like the the Gen Z haircut? Uh, I don't know. I do it for free. What do you mean? What do I care? Look at my hair. What do I care? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I just, you know, I know your hair is very important. To oh, me, so. man. No, Can it's not important to me at all. No, I think Dan's hair is more important to me and John than it yeah. is to Dan. Can yeah. we get, can you also get like a hoop earring with a cross in it as well? Yeah, that's cool and sexy. Me? Sure. Yeah. No, I can't do that. We got to do Gen Z, Dan. I would oh. love to do Gen Z Dan. That would <laughs> rock. I'm all about it. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Because I, I I couldn't do it. Because being a teacher, the kids would just be like, "Why did you? You just they, to, they would just be merciless. You would just get yeah. Torn they'd apart. be like, "How yeah. do you do, you, you fellow kids or whatever?" I, I really need to get my Instagram real algorithm to the point where I'm getting the weird Mormon stuff. Like, I yeah, really make sure you watch just the most insane ones that you see. Go to their profile. Go watch all I'm of them. Still trying to Your think of like. Great. What's got to be going on in your life where like porno is cheating? You know what I mean? That just yeah. is such, that's always such and a then, strange. Well, and then making content me. about it too. Yes. After. Well, that yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> hey, um, guess what? My husband's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Check this out. Um, the candle one. What was the? I, I saw the screenshot of it. Is that just someone who gets like like their yeah? That's why I started like, sense or something. Or? It was just some woman that was like my face when I walk in, and someone's burning a candle. Um, and then <laughs> yeah. normally when you go to the description on these reels, then you get uh, a whole explanation about how, um, you know, candles are toxic and so is fluoride and vaccines. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. so that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's okay. Cause I was thinking it was a, just like, she somehow thought that like candles, I guess that is, makes sense that candles were dangerous, but I guess that is what she's saying. Cause she thinks they're toxic or whatever. Yeah. They're toxic. Just like vaccines. Oh my God. Oh. That's wild. Yeah. There's some good stuff on there and it's, it's definitely good. I like knowing that that's what's going into young people's brains now. Fuck. I gotta, I gotta, I want to, I want to start being that guy. I want to just start being the guy who's like, did you seriously light a candle in here? Yeah. You should start making reels. Start making reels and be like, my face when you say the baldo doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I made I made one reel of Kiki this year uh, because she has her own Instagram account. My cat. Congratulations, Uh, man! No, I got like one hundred twenty thousand views. 
Well, good. Like, wow. Because I think Instagram wants you to make like it's a it's a relatively new feature or whatever, right? So they want you to yeah to make make a reel, and then they're gonna like push it uh, to, for more people to see it or whatever. But I thought it was a good reel. It was it was a very cute uh, little highlight video of Kiki. Um, That's wholesome. That's nice. That's what I want to say on my Instagram reels. You should follow Kiki. She's a very good uh, she's a very good cat. I mean, John likes her, and John hates cats. So <laughs> I okay. First of all, I do not hate cats. And second of all, I do not like Kiki. <laughs> so what no, I'm just kidding. Kiki, yeah, Kiki's a very sweet cat. I think part of it, and I think I've talked about this on the show before, is that my experience of cats got like a little bit tainted because my ex-girlfriend got a cat and it was a Bengal and it was an insane cat and living with right. it was crazy. And so then when I see Kiki and Kiki's just like chill and sleeps most of the time, I'm like, okay, maybe I could have a cat. And the Bengal cat is just like sprinting around the house. Like, Oh, uh, George was like a dog. You, you literally had to play with him for like an hour a day or more, or he wouldn't sleep. Oh my God. We used to play this game. We had like sort of an L shaped apartment. So you'd, you'd walk in the apartment. There was sort of like a long foyer. And then that led out into the sort of like combined, like living room, dining room in our apartment. And so we'd play a game where we would take, uh, and it was just his dry food. Wasn't even a treat, but you'd take one little like kibble of his dry food and you'd throw it down the hall to the front door and he would sprint and go eat the piece of dry food. Then you would pick one up and you'd throw it into the like living room, dining room, and you'd sprint back and go get it. And you just do that over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I'll play with Kiki, but she's, she's a normal. Kiki's, she, Kiki's she never sleeps. sprinting. Kiki's no. never sprinting anywhere. No, exactly. Is what I'm saying. Um, okay. So I'm going to send you guys a You're link so- for my. Oh God. Well, yeah. see, I'm nervous because. No, 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 no. Baldo not- is going to be your social media update. No, no, no. And now. This now is not. Usually, this when is, you get flustered, your social media update ends up being something even worse. No, this is this is like this is this is just funny. This is just fun. I think. Okay. So this is uh this is from the the Supper Mario Broth uh, blog on what? Twitter. Uh, they they post uh you know Super Mario like facts and factoids and stuff, and it's very okay. it's interesting. It's good. But this is uh, elements from a 2004 British print ad campaign for WarioWare Incorporated Mega Party Games that jokingly portrayed the game as making the player less intelligent by playing it. And I think these are my favorite ads for anything of all time because literally there's there's three ads and they are all explicitly saying if you play our game you will become much stupider. This is great. Yeah, this would make it. me buy the game. This is fantastic. Absolutely. And WarioWare is a very fun game. I've, I've played a couple of them. They're lots of fun. The mini, it's like literally five second mini games. Is, yeah, is it's very game. fun. I it's got the new fun. one for Switch. It was, it was fun. I beat it. Um, but there's, there's three ads. One of them is a, is a family photo and they all have uh, Wario mustaches and noses. And it says, yes, we can't concentrate on anything for more than 30 seconds and a little tick box. Yes, we enjoy stupid games, another tick. And then, yes, we like to tick. And then a third tick. Uh, I think the middle one is my favorite. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it's a picture of Wario, like from the game itself, looking good. And it says, by Scott Ewell, age 19, before playing WarioWare. And then there's a very crude Microsoft Paint drawing of Wario uh, after that. And it says, by Scott Ewell, age 19, after playing WarioWare. <laughs> And then actually the third one is almost as good. The third one's really good too. <laughs> and it's like a very crudely drawn Another hand person. drawn, yeah. 
uh, playing the GameCube and uh, there's a speech bubble coming out of their brain that says, please stop now. And the person is smiling and just says, no, no, <laughs> I will not stop. I will not relent. Oh, it's great. I love it. It's just one of those things that I, I found funny. I think video game ads from like the early 2000s and late 90s are like, they're either really funny still or like completely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this falls into the uh, former category. Uh, it's, it's very, very funny. And WarioWare is a very good game. And that's my quick little social media update. I'm going to throw it over to John now. Trying something new, John. I'm, Boy, I'm saying that I'm throwing throw, it over. Throwing it over? Yeah. I didn't care for it. Okay, I won't do it again. I'm I didn't sorry. like it. No, that's okay. I think you'll like. I think you guys will both like this one. Um, okay, and I think because it's sort of related to video games and it's kind of good. And it reminds me. Last week we had Dave Weigel on the show and we talked uh, a little bit about new metal. Um, and so uh, I have a, a new metal podcast, the POD Cast, Lucy, and um, we uh, we review classic. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 we review. This is cast with a K as well. Yeah, cast with yeah, a K, okay. like like yeah. corn. I mean, you were already yeah. obviously spelling it that way in your head. <laughs> yeah. but sometimes you say it just in case someone's a dumbass. Um, yeah. So the we 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 did. Stefan, actually, I wish. I think you should watch this documentary. You'd you you'd kind of love it. It's it's the Disturbed uh, documentary. Uh, so it came out. Uh, it came yeah, out like right after the sickness came out. So they're, that, they're the lead wow. singer David Draymond, right? David Draymond is an insane person. He like, does have me blocked crazy. on on Twitter. Does he? <laughs> yeah. Why? Wow, we got to do that for a hell block. I didn't even I know. know that. That's I, I like. Yeah, it was. From, it was in like 2012. But anyway, go ahead. He's, I don't even think he's on Twitter anymore. I no, he's he, not because people. Left. People he couldn't, drove he him couldn't off handle there. it. Well, oh, because wow. he was like the type of guy who read all of his mentions and they all offended him very personally. Like he couldn't handle it. He even there's an, he gives an interview where he talks about it and he straight up is just like, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Like I literally just couldn't handle it. And everyone was like, you have to stop using Twitter. And finally I was just like, you know what? You're right. Um, but yeah, so he is, uh, the, the documentary is crazy. So they interview all of the band, his entire talking heads. Like, obviously there's a bunch of talking heads throughout the documentary. All of his are filmed with him lying, uh, tummy down on a hotel bed, hugging a pillow. And then they have, and then they have the camera focused in like right on his head. And he's like talking about being in disturbed. It's incredible. (laughs) Some of the shit that comes out of his mouth is absolutely incredible. Um, but we, Brian and I also found this print interview with him, uh, that is extremely funny. So he's one of these guys, like he thinks he's insanely smart. Like he fully just believes he's smarter than everybody on earth. And so this is a quote, uh, and, and this is so, so my, my co-host Brian tweeted this, uh, he's at murder X Brian on Twitter. And he just wrote, this is why I only rely on David Draymond for my television reviews. And so this is the, this is from the interview. The interviewer asks any guilty pleasures, bad TV, things that aren't particularly intellectual. And this is David Draymond's response. Not really. Everything I sink my teeth into has some sort of pseudo intellectual side to it. For instance, me and the wife just plowed through the Witcher. Now you can say it's a dumb entertainment to a certain extent, but not really. There's intricacies involved there. There's decent plots going on. I guess that's about as close to the guilty pleasures as I get. What? <laughs> oh my God. Does he I, mean I, the game or the TV show? The TV show. Oh, all right. Okay. 
which is worse. I actually think it's worse. It's worse. Yeah. yeah, The game is probably (laughs) a little more intellectual than the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like in the game. Yeah. It's like the idea just, it's just even the idea of, well, I mean, let's be honest, nothing I listen to or watch. It could be dumb. Everything. Look, there's some plot. There's some plot in the Witcher. And that makes it pretty smart. I do. I I miss him on, on Twitter. I remember, I think what really, I think what made him quit is he was, uh, uh, posting a lot of like pro Israel stuff. Yes. Oh, and, and oh, he's like, a he, big pro Israel guy. Yeah, still, yeah. still nothing is shit. He, cause he still has Facebook and he literally right. just did like a pro Israel post, like a, yeah. less than a month uh, ago. So I think people were kind of going after him for that. I think I tweet something at him about that. I'm going to see if I can find what it was, but, uh, yeah, he was like, and the thing, I think the thing that was really good about when he was on Twitter is that he would reply to anyone. Oh yeah. Like, like he would, he would reply to everyone who tweeted at him. Uh, so you, you knew you were going to get a reaction from him one way or, or another. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Twitter is, uh, we, we miss him. Maybe, maybe he'll come back one day. I don't think you will. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I genuinely, yeah. Like that. I, I wish I, I wish I had the interview up, but he genuinely was like, it sounded like, it sounded like he knew it was bad for his mental health, but he also kind of just got told like, you're, you're like r- wrecking your career or like right. you're getting close. Like you gotta, you gotta get off of there, man. Like, or, or maybe it was even like, cause disturbed still sells a shit ton of records and they, they still play huge tours. Like, I wonder if it was even like a money thing where like his mm. label was like, look, we'll just give you 50 grand. If you just delete Twitter, man, like just, <laughs> you know, cause he might've been like, no, I got to connect with the fans. Cause that's, he talks about that in the documentary. He (laughs) says, he's like the best guy with the fans that you could ever imagine. He's like, people always say I'm kind of like mean or that I like ignore the fans. And like, I don't think that's possible because I'm always, always talking to the fans and hanging out with them. And he's a wild guy. Celebrities on Twitter is a fucked up thing. You know, like you have a lot of money. You don't have to be on Twitter. It's a bad place. Like whenever I see Chrissy Tagan tweet something stupid, like you don't have to be here. No one's forcing you to be online. You can just log off and enjoy that, your life. The absolute like Elon Musk. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I think I've just I've like muted him. I've muted anything related to him um, because he's like constantly like eight years behind on on like the internet and like being online. Yeah, he posted like a grumpy grumpy cat meme yeah, the that's other right. day about yeah he yes. Exactly. So, <laughs> Bernie Sanders. It was it was physically painful. <laughs> so like four years from now, he's going to find out that Grumpy Cat died. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a really tough day. It's gonna be a really him. rough day for Tesla shareholders. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's so brutal. It's just like just go like sit in your infinity pool or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You don't have to like you can do anything. Yeah. Here's here's what I would do if I was that rich. And I mean, this is just a recent development. But I would buy a bunch of NBA cards and just open them. All day. <laughs> So you can just do whatever. And this I mean, is a recent. This is just a recent it's development. A very recent like development. To be clear, yeah, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, at that point, if you're like that rich, they're just. It's almost like you're just kind of buying scratch and wins, really. Yeah, like you, would, you'd just be buying boxes of NBA cards, and it'd be just like, well, it would yeah, just I be for the fun of exactly. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I get more rich. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, yep. you know, speaking of very dumb things on the internet, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer 
can see the post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. Lucy, uh, mm. this is your time. To, I don't even know what your block is, so I'm excited to hear it. Uh, the floor is yours. Uh, good, I had ahead. to. I had to choose between a couple. I was going to go with the Prime Minister of Australia, but then I thought that oh. I would. I would sound like a real, a real mango Mussolini person with you know, <laughs> blocked by the Commander in Cheeto in my bio. So <laughs> I went with something a little better. This was a few years ago. Uh, my blocked story is Scott Adams, creator of Dilbert. Yes, oh, we love Scott yes. Adams on this show. Spe- you Great. know who would use the fucking Baldo? Scott, Scott Adams. Adams yes. would he would use the Baldo. Oh, yeah. That's so true. I went Absolutely. to try to find the tweet that got him to block me, but it's gone. I could only find the replies to me and him, which are saying, Answer the fucking question, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I do remember. So I found the tweet that I was replying to. This is from Scott Adams in 2017. Uh, It's got hashtag NFL. Uh, I predict that kneeling teams will generally lose to standing teams. Kneeling triggers submissive body chemistry. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So fucking stupid. (laughs) Uh, and then he goes on to say, I studied the science of how posture influences body chemistry. And then I wrote a successful book that included it. You just played football. Um, so this is right I, around the Colin Kaepernick thing. I guess. Yeah, this is yeah, about yeah. Colin Kaepernick. So yeah. kneeling triggers submissive body chemistry. Um, so Scott's on Twitter a lot. And I replied to him asking him if Dilbert also drank dog cum. Like, like John does in Garfield. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. John John drinks the the dog cum. He drinks uh, the dog at cum at the vet. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, instantly you, asked. Wait, I thought you were talking about me for a second. You're, you're oh. like uh, drinking the no. dog cum, <laughs> like John does. It's like a known <laughs> oh, thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like everyone's talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be clear, John, you don't drink. <laughs> no. Dog cum. No. Certainly not. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, but sorry. Uh, yeah, that's what cops me the uh, the Scott Adams block. He's he's so I mean, we've had multiple episodes about him because he blocked me because I drew a picture of Dilbert uh, where he was naked and he had an erection and his his penis was curling up like the same way his tie does. And his his pubes were also looked like the hair hair. on the top of his head. It was some of your finest work. Yeah, um, I think the drawing is still out there somewhere. Um, See, that's nice. Scott Adams seems to argue with people about politics and stuff, but it's it's like when you attack Dilbert. It's like you're really it's like attacking his son, right? His son, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the um, thing with him too is like the the kneeling submissive thing very much ties in with his whole because as as I'm sure you know, Lucy, it seems like you're familiar with uh, with you know the sort of Scott Adams history, but he's very mm. he's very weirdly sexual. Like he's got a very weirdly, yeah, he's, like, he had like a blog, blog. like a weird sexual yeah. blog, yeah, yeah, and that's the type of thing that he would write. Like it was almost like he would justify his weird horniness by being like, no, this is not, this, this is, is like not a power me, thing. This is a yeah. weird like, old guy. There's science yeah. here. I've done the research. This, you're 97% more likely to come doing a headstand because of the chemistry of your brain, you know, or whatever. And it's like, no, you're just, you're just horny. You're just like an old horny, weird guy. It's it was like a, it, it was the hypnosis thing, right? I'm trying to yeah, find the actual, yeah, like a hypnosis blog that was like at the end of this blog, you're you're gonna come or something. Yes, yeah, that was a yeah. big one. It was real yeah. fucked up. I didn't like it at all. Oh, it was very very <laughs> weird. Yes, but it just it just really reminded me of the sort of language he would use, where he was like constantly defending himself with 
with like, well, I've done the, I've done the research on this. Yeah. I've done the research on submissive body chemistry. It's a real thing. (laughs) It is, it is sort of, I mean, it's like good being blocked by guys like that because then you don't have to like deal with any of their stupid bullshit online anymore. Um, That's true. it is also annoying. And Lucy, I'm sure it's, it's the same thing for you because whenever they say something really insane, so like, you know, like Charlie Kirk or uh, yeah. Yeah, Scott Adams, whoever, if they blocked you, you're just seeing people quote tweet this empty tweet. Yeah. And Twitter time. used to be different. You could easily yeah. get around it and you can't get around it anymore. And, and so now you have to go like, okay, I'm going to open it. And I guess I'm going to open this in like yeah. a private tab. I'm going to go to my alternative account and open yeah. Charlie Kirk's Twitter. And, and it's, and then you catch yourself doing that and you're like, what am I fucking doing? Like they did yeah. me a favor by blocking me. So I don't have to see their shit anymore. Um, but I do Scott Adams post some really insane shit that I do occasionally find myself like, man, I, I wish I could see what he was posting. <laughs> Um, John, you could get blocked by him like tonight if you drew a picture of Dilbert like goatseeing Dogbert or something, right? Yeah. I should. Yeah, that's what I should. I mean, I can draw the picture for you if you want. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm probably not going to post that to my Twitter, but you know. What about, what about Dilbert using the Baldo on Dogbert? <laughs> Getting closer. Okay. Getting right? closer. Yeah. What about if the pointy hair is doing boss- some. Used the put the baldo on his hair. There we go. Hair. Okay, now we're talking. Because okay. I I would like if you were gonna do the baldo one, like uh, I would want some sort of like uh, stupid office, you know, like oh, can't start the morning without a baldo, you know. Yeah, like don't a, don't you know, don't talk to me until I've uh, I've had my until I've my my with a baldo. <laughs> yeah, I put my baldo in my wife and had a ballgasm. <laughs> It's a little clunky. The wording's a little we'll have to work. Yeah, you got to work bit. on it. It's not going to fit on. A oh, I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not a comic book editor. Yeah, either. this is why know. he's the comic book genius. You're just so a podcaster. True. I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I did. I did see a Dilbert uh, strip floating around recently, and like I, I read Dilbert as a kid because it was like in the the comic section of like yeah, the paper. it was just and around. As, as yeah, a kid, you would just read it, and it was like you know, in like the most of the comics in the comic section sucked ass, right? So just by the fact that it would occasionally have a punchline that you would like chuckle at that, put it in like the top, like 5% of comics in the newspaper. Right. And then I go back and read it now. And I'm like, I was like eight years old. Why was I reading about middle management like, and, <laughs> and like, and like laughing at it. But now, now all of the Dilberts are like about like woke culture and stuff. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Of course he'd be writing about that shit. Yeah. yeah. One of Dilbert's colleagues was kneeling before the staff meeting. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the boss loses his mind. Don't you know that's submissive body language? Oh my god! I got. I'm gonna or submissive after body done, chemistry. Is that what it was? Body chemistry. Yeah. Body chemistry. Think, yeah. Yeah. Once we're done recording, I'm gonna try and dig up the the hypnosis orgasm blog posts because they're so. It's been a while. I remember it. too. There was wasn't there some sort of like uh, like New Year's Eve tie-in where it was yeah like, it was something about like yeah. New Year's Eve, you'll have the best orgasm of your life to start the year or something yes. like that. Wow. I think that's exactly I Scott that. Adams scholars here. You really gone deep in there. <laughs> Lucy, the amount of stupid shit that I'm aware of because of my co-host is absolutely mind. Uh, like Sorry, the Baldo, John. the Baldo. I would, I promise you, if I did not do this podcast, I would have never learned about the Baldo. Yeah, it's the podcaster's curse. You have to know about a lot of things that you wish <sighs> yeah. you didn't, and then like fans send them into you as well, which is that's oh. nice. That's always fun. Oh, I know, I know. I just agreed <laughs> to watch Saving Christmas with Brian. And Brett from Street Fight. And oh, is that just, the Kirk Cameron one? That's the Kirk Cameron one, putting the where he's like, Christmas is no longer 
about Christ and we got a, I'm so I'm going to say, oh, it or something. I think we I watched know. that on the stream and it is, uh, it is really fucking bad. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. So yeah. I, and then Brian was like, I would love to have you as a guest. Cause I'd like to imagine that like of the five movies you watch a year, this will be one of them. And I was like, yeah, I watch 10 movies a year and six of them are like dog shit, bad movies for a podcast. <laughs> Like I've probably watched, okay, get like quarantine. I mean, not that we were super, we weren't really quarantined in 2021, but just all the COVID stuff and whatever. Like I would bet I probably have watched 25 movies this year, I'll say. And three of, for you. three of them were rockumentaries about new metal bands. <laughs> like that's not a good average. That's, that's, that's not a good average <laughs> no. at all. Uh, we got a great listener block this week. This one comes in from way cool. Jacob. Uh, Hey, block boys love the show. Wanted to send in a fun little listener block recently an account called mums for Liberty NH. I'm guessing New Hampshire, uh, which posts your standard conservative fare as relates to schools, critical race theory. We talked about that earlier, opposing masks. The usual got retweeted into my timeline. The specific tweet that was retweeted was relating to giving a $500 reward for information regarding teachers in New Hampshire that broke a recently passed law prohibiting the teaching of critical race theory. It was also pointed out that they had open DMs. I reached out inquiring if they were still offering the reward for this. They responded to ask if I was in New Hampshire. I responded that I was and that the teacher at my children's school had been teaching critical race theory. And I even showed them a classic. uh, I even showed them a picture of the syllabus, which was the classic picture of a pig pooping on his own very large (laughs) balls, for which I was promptly blocked. It still works. Thanks for putting on an awesome show. Way cool, Jake. I remember the day I saw that picture in like 2011. And I, I honestly laughed until I cried for like 45 minutes. That's a good picture. It's It's a great picture. There's a lot to like about it. There's a lot to like about it. There's poop. Obviously you got to love that. Balls are in it. Balls are unbelievably big. big. And Uh, they're so big that the poop stays on the balls. I mean, it's just, it's a classic. Also just the spirit of it. You know, like you used to argue with people on Twitter way back in the day, maybe in like 2012, you know, you would, you would actually argue with people, but it's way better and funnier to just send them a picture of pig poop balls. It's great. I love it. It's really good. Yeah. I really do enjoy it. And uh, that's great. I just, there's something also too about him saying to the people like, this is the syllabus. Like, I don't yeah. know. There's and then it's not even like a picture just, of like a fake book. It's just like, yeah. Or like a fake syllabus where you kind of, yeah. you own them inside the syllabus or something like that, where it's just a picture of the pig poop balls. Great. Nice and simple. A lot of respect for that. Nice work, yeah, Jacob. If you want right. to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. If you want to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Uh, of course, the last few things we've done, we did our third episode of Paranoia, the RPG that we're playing with Carlos Maza, Carla Mon, Raquel Belmonte. That's up there now. That was super fun. Uh, and the uh, video on demand from our live show where Stefan and I played Matt Gordon's Family Feud with the boys from YKS and a couple former Jeopardy champions. Uh, that was a super fun one. We've already had people asking us to do that again, Stefan. So that's when you know it's, uh, that's when you know it's a hit. 
I have to find um, someone stupider than Jesse and Mike to be on my team. Good luck. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that's all up there now. Uh, and that one's a special one. All our live shows, uh, you get them at any donor level. You don't even have to donate at the $5 level. So you can check out that there. We've got ad-free episodes. We've got a great Discord. All that stuff is over on our Patreon. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Block Party Pod. And if you like the show, rate, review it, tell a friend, subscribe. All that stuff is great for us. Lucy, we're here at the end of the show. We always like to finish mm. off the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. Girlfriend. Uno, 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 uno. So what do you have for us, please? Well, I thought I would bring over one of my podcast segments from Bunta Vista, which Ooh. we call which we call with a lead pipe, which is basically just that we talk about things that we might have seen that we would like to hit with a lead pipe. Whoa. Oh, so, okay. okay. All right. You know, a classic example might be like Gollum. Like Gollum is something you want to hit with a lead pipe or it might be something like an Amazon Alexa. You know, it's just something that you think would be really nice to just cave in with a lead with pipe. A lead pipe. Whoa, this is good. Yeah, okay. Stefan's skull. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, great. Well, Lucy, uh, you're number three. My number three. So my number three is the uh, Boston Dynamics robot dogs. Yeah. You know, those disgusting little robot dogs that now work for the police and all kinds of things like that. I think they're fucked up and they're an affront to God. And I would like to cave in one skull with a lead pipe. That's a great choice. Mm, I feel like too. uh, Now, do you think that hitting a robot would be like hitting a robot in the movies. Do you think there'd be like sparks and like electricity? Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Cause I think if there is, that's a great, like that would just be so fun to not only crush it, but then it's also got the like, and like all this stuff's going all everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, You're watching it die. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be sick. So sort of similar to Lucy's, I'm going to go with just like a drone. Mm. Oh, I think hitting that like, and cause you're hitting something out of midair too, which I think, uh, ups the satisfaction a little bit. Um, but just like smashing a drone out of midair with a lead pipe. Yeah. That'd be uh, nice. As, as it's like flying towards you. Take a little like baseball swing at it. That'd be yeah, fun. You yeah. You can take a big, a big wind up. Um, and just, and also you'd get like two hits out of that because you get the hit from you hitting it with the lead pipe and then it's smashing into the ground as well. So, uh, a drone, my number mm, three. Nice. Nice. My number three, something I'd like to hit with a lead pipe, Colonel Mustard in the conservatory. (laughs) I love it. That's that's good from a board game. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, (laughs) well, I think, you know, we've done a board game guy. So we've done 159 episodes. I was like, what is the most John answer that I could have ever given for a top three? I feel like that's, that's it right there. Absolutely. Got it. Sometimes you just got to lean into your own self. Yeah. Yep. So All right. Funny. Number two. My number three. Your number two, Lucy. My number two is Grimace from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but what? like Grimace, Grimace like with, with the man in the suit, like a man inside the Grimace suit. <laughs> just Why? going to like town on him in the McDonald's. I don't know. I just think he's disgusting. I don't know. Like, I don't know what he is. It's unclear where he came from, like what he is. Like all the other mascots have some kind of, you know, Ronald's a clown and the Hamburglar is stealing He's stealing hamburgers. I don't know what Grimace is, and I don't like that he exists. And I think, I think he isn't he like a? It. Isn't he like no? Is he like a big chicken nugget or something? We tried to look it up before. What is? Uh, and he's not. He's nothing. It seems he's like nothing. He's, yeah, 
Yeah, it's, it, it says, it literally says on the McWiki or whatever uh, that uh, Grimace is a character featured in McDonaldland commercials. He's a rotund purple being of indeterminate species with short See, arms and up. legs. But enough about Stefan. He is known for his slow-witted demeanor. His most common expression is the word duh before every sentence. That's his uh, catchphrase is saying duh. Yeah. He originally started out as an evil character who stole milkshakes before being changed into mm-hmm. a good one. And his number of arms was reduced by two. Yeah. So Grimace used to have He used to be arms. evil Grimace and he had like four or six arms or something. Oh, he was terrifying. disgusting. To, oh steal, to steal milkshakes. To steal him, milkshakes. And then, yeah, and then once he became a good guy, the commercials and merchandise generally portrayed him as a well-meaning simpleton whose clumsy <laughs> antics provide a comic foil to Ronald McDonald. <laughs> you know, famous straight man, Ronald McDonald. Straight yeah, man, yeah. The very serious Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, oh, and then he also, he disappeared for a number of years. He came back, Grimace, he came back this, this year, though. Yeah, for a number Just of recently. years, Grimace vanished from public life, maybe after Lucy hit him oh, with a lead pipe. He yeah. appeared only in Malaysian Happy Meal toys. Okay. His first wow. public appearance after his 2012 disappearance was at the 2020 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade alongside Ronald McDonald. He appeared once again alongside Ronald and the Hamburglar during the 2021 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And honestly, the Malaysian sightings may have just been Ian Miles Chung. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number two, I'm going to go with uh, an old classic, a wasp's nest. Uh, yeah. I think ideally it's got to be like hanging somewhere. Um, but I think with that, you have the additional fun of like running away very fast uh, after you hit it, uh, which I think is a, a nice little thrill. Um, but yeah, that'd be fun. Also very satisfying, just like, because if you hit it right, you're going to launch it like pretty fucking far. Um, and, you know, they're like a, they're like a nuisance. I said, and I, I said wasp instead of bees because bees are kind of cute and helpful. I'm sure wasps are helpful too. Don't, don't reply to me and say that wasps are good or whatever, but I think it would be very satisfying to just wail on one. Um, yeah. Fuck wasps. With a lead pipe. So yeah. Nice. That's my number two. John, um, just before we get to my number two, just I dropped this in the chat. How 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 do you guys feel about Uncle O'Grimacy? Oh, this is the, oh, uh, I learned about him the other night. Yeah, he's the St. Patrick's the Irish, Day version yeah. of St. Patrick's. He's just who, Irish Grimace's uncle who wasn't invented to steal shamrock shakes. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Good lord! But yeah, that's not. I mean, the character, whatever you make Grimace green, that's fine. But Uncle O'Grimacy. <laughs> It's not very creative. No, like, could have gone could have gone back to the drawing board. Sort of gilding yeah. the lily with uh, with the e at the end too. I think you could just go with Uncle O'Grimace and and be yeah. fine. Yeah, you'd be fine. One I step agree. too far. Uh, my number two lead pipe is going to be um, a car that's parked poorly. Um, I've long held this theory in my <laughs> mind because I'm like a road rage guy that uh, if people park badly, you should be able, you should be allowed to damage their car. Like it's just sort of expected that like, if someone wants to damage your car for parking shitty, they can. Um, And so that would just be really fun. Cause also Mm. when it's, when you don't realize it. So like, cause you know, sometimes you'll see a spot in a parking lot and then you'll try to turn into it. And then as you're turning into it, you realize the person's parked on an angle and they fuck you that's when I would like to be able to just get out of my car, smash their window with a lead pipe, get back in, park somewhere else. That'd be good. That's a deterrent. You know, people would that's start what I'm saying. parking that's terribly. I feel like people would start parking for real. You know, they'd be like, oh shit, if I park bad, 
some guy might have a lead pipe in his car and he'll hit my car with it. And I'm saying, yes, I would. And I will. So yeah, that's my, that's my my good one. Thank you. Lucy, your number one. So I normally try to avoid real people just so like people don't write in really angry to the podcast, but I feel like Mark Zuckerberg does, doesn't count. And that's fine. I feel like it would be really just good to smash his skull in and like, see what's in there. You know, like just see what comes out when you're. It's like the white stuff calling. from uh, Alien, like the the androids, like the yeah. milk or whatever, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, for but, sure. It'd yeah. be disgusting, but yeah, that's my number one. I would love to beat Mark Zuckerberg with a lead pipe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't have to think about this one at all. I knew what my number one was right away. ET, the extraterrestrial. <laughs> That's so great because the reason that we started this segment on my podcast was that I tweeted that I wanted to beat ET with a lip pipe. So. Whoa, have, no way, yeah. really? We it's just, have it's talked about, he's, he's, he's a horrifying little He's gremlin. horrible. He looks awful. We've talked about this on the stream a lot where we will just go back and forth with the funniest ways you could kill ET. Um, obviously, the lead pipe is, is nice and simple. Um, I think like if you were driving along uh, like a highway very fast, like holding him out the, the door, the passenger door or whatever, and like scraping his face along the pavement would be good as well. But I'm going to stick with the lead pipe. Uh, he's a horrible little monster. He's a little freak. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think he's also, he's set up in such a way where he's got the, the big wide head on the very thin, long neck. Yeah. Um, How's so his neck holding up that head? Ex- exactly. You know? And it, it's really, it is just like a, a T-ball tee. It's like the baseball <laughs> on a tee. It's right there for you. I mean, one swing, uh, he's, he's over and done with. So yeah, yeah. I didn't have to think I'm about so it at all. I'm so glad you said that. That's, that's nice. E.T. Yeah. all the way. John? Well, my number one is, uh, is a video game controller. Because uh, ah. some, sometimes I'm playing video games, I get yeah. really mad. And uh, we've talked about this on the show before, but I don't, I don't like ever throw controllers anymore or anything. I hit my couch usually now. Yeah. But I do do, sometimes I'll do this thing where I get so mad that I like squeeze my controller and I like try to break it in my hands because I know that I can't like throw it or smash it or whatever. And so there are times when I am just so mad that I know that it would feel amazing to just like put the controller down and just fucking smash it. Yeah. It's like, this is your fault. I, this is not my fault that I fucked up this Tony Hawk speed run. It's your fault controller, but like, it would just be very cathartic. That would feel good. I think I smashed one controller when I was, when I was like a child, I just threw it at the wall. It only smashed a little bit, but it would feel really good to just beat one in. It felt awesome to do it. I've done it a few times. It always mm. feels good to do. Uh, it feels bad after when you're like, oh shit, my controller doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It costs $80. And they now. cost so much money now. <laughs> There's so much money now. Yeah, this is back. I don't, I don't think I've broken one of the more expensive ones. N64, I definitely, I broke a couple. Super Nintendo, I broke one. But yeah, mm. it would just be so nice. Just, just boom. It'd be really good. What a great, great top three. three. I feel you, I feel actually more I like the uh, crossover too. Like I think yeah, that's thank yeah, you. that's great. It that's felt fun. really nice. Yeah, it was good. I, I it was like cathartic for me just to even talk about it. So I think that was good. That's good, a huh? Little, little therapy session. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Um Lucy, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure to have you on the show. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? I have a podcast. It's called Bunta Vista. Uh, it's on Twitter at Bunta Vista. We're also on Patreon. We have a podcast that you can listen to and a Discord and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm on Twitter at LucyXIV if you want to follow me. And yeah, that's about it. 
There you go. There it is. Bunta Vista. Follow Lucy on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.